why doesn't Shonda like diversity, and who fell in love on the How to Get Away with Murder set. All that and more coming up on this week's Shondaland Weekly. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, thank you for joining us again this week for Shondaland Weekly. I'm Elle Marie, and you guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Elle Marie TV. And I'm Tori Broussard. I'm glad to be back, guys. Yeah. I missed a week. Sorry I sound a little congested, but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tori underscore Broussard. Yes, we are so happy to have you back. Tori's back, and so is the wine. Hey, yes. now. Yes, it is <laughs> I, back. <laughs> I'm Keith Andre. You guys can follow me all over social media at Keith underscore Andre. Yes, I'm so happy that the wine is back. Oh, and you, Tori. I guess. No playing. I love her. What's up, you guys? I'm Lanisha. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lanisha, spelled L-A-N-I-S-H-A, 914. Everyone knows how it's done, okay? Let's go. Let's get into this wine. Yes. Yes. Guys, the wine is back. And it's a white wine. Yeah, I'm I'm about to call out all my co-hosts because Coca-Cola, really? It was all we had. You know. Would you rather have nothing or some Coca-Cola? Nothing. Nothing. Well, I would have rather had nothing. Excuse me. That's okay. You're back. Anyways, yes, we are back. With the Sorry, white guys. With the a, white, yes. yes. So mm-hmm. this one, actually, um, when I was in Atlanta, my aunt asked me kind of what I wanted to drink. Of course, I said Chardonnay. I should have been a little bit more specific. I have <laughs> never heard of David Stone, but she got two bottles, so I brought one back. Um, it's a dry wine, which I mm-hmm. like dry, but um, it also has like a sweet aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you guys might like that. It's got apples and pears, pineapple. Nice. Some other citrus fruits. It's from California, so let's toast like to Yes. Salud. I'm trying to see where I feel like that sweetness, but I think it takes away from the dryness a little bit. Like it is dry, but it's not that dry, and I think that's the part of it. Right. Because I've had bitter and this isn't that like... Yeah, it's a nice balance to it Mm because after the fact, after you hit the dryness, it rolls right into the sweet. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. kind of... That was something different. Usually I like dry all the way through. Mm -hmm. And it's not extra dry. I know that can be a little too much sometimes. Mm -hmm. So... uh, A little heart burning. David Stone. Yeah. Yes, I'm here for it. Good job. Okay. (laughs) I'll take it. Maybe I'll, I'll get you a bottle for Thanksgiving. Oh, yay. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's um, go ahead and get into the news. Yes. With Shonda News. So. Oh, I like this. Okay. Hey. Uh-huh. Shout out to our engineer, Anthony. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you, Anthony. So, um, as I open the show with why does Shonda have a problem with diversity? Mm-hmm. And it's not really, it's not diversity, it's the word. Because she said in her um, acceptance speech at the um, 
induction of the TV Hall of Fame that she hates that question. She gets asked that question a lot in interviews. Like, people are always asking her, like, what made her show so much diversity in her characters and in her shows and things like that. And she's always, like, she hates it. And she basically said, like, it. she wants it to be the normal. Like, she wants right. to normalize mm -hmm. diversity. Like, you look at it and it's not different. It's just normal. Yeah, I like What's that. What's your take on that? I honestly do, because people do use the word diversity, diversity a lot to, like, separate you. Why can't we just be normal? Like, it's, she's. I think she's trying to glue it into people's head. Like, there's mm -hmm. no separating it. We're yeah. all people. We're all the same. We're all normal. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and she said herself, like, um, in that interview that, I guess, when we don't see diversity, there's that opportunity to marginalize or stereotype what we what we know or what we think or what we've been told. So, like, mm -hmm. when we mm -hmm. see maybe, like, an all-white cast and they make a joke about, you know, African-Americans, well, like, if there's not an African-American to represent, mm -hmm. you know, that joke or whatever the case may be, then we mm -hmm. tend to, like, I guess we tend to kind of, like, perceive what we want, even if it's not right, mm -hmm. and right. that's obviously not fair. Yeah, yeah, I agree because your view is slanted. My mm -hmm. whole thing, Shonda has been talking about normalizing as opposed to calling it diversity for years and years and years. And for me, I just don't see what the problem is with calling it what it is. I mean, mm -hmm. ultimately, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're they mean the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. We're trying to make, you know, I say trying to make diversity normal. She's trying to normalize it and just feel that it, it shouldn't be this big deal or it shouldn't be something mm -hmm. that people see. But we mm -hmm. live in a world where it is a big deal, where mm -hmm. it is something that's not easily accessible or easily seen. So as mm -hmm. similar as we are and as we are on like a same journey in human nature and, and human beings, I get that for sure. But I don't think there's a problem with recognizing mm -hmm. that we are different, that we are diverse mm -hmm. people yeah. in different backgrounds. And I think that mm -hmm. there can be beauty in that too. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. with Shonda, it's bigger than normalizing. Because normalizing would be if we just see like you know, representations of our cultures in a way. Like, if we saw a show that was, like, an all-black cast with, you know, mm -hmm. different kind of mm -hmm. black people on TV. I right. feel like that's more apt to be considered normalizing. Mm -hmm. But diverse is, like, you really see people from different walks of life mm -hmm. exist and coexist yeah. every day. So yeah. like, all in one show. Like, the way yeah. that she does, but, yeah, that it's exactly. all in one. It's all yeah. there. They all have a connection. And that's what we don't have so much. Mm -hmm. I know I don't have so much right. in my day-to-day yeah. -day life. So I'm going to call it diversity <laughs> <laughs> and I think with the word diversity, like yeah. that is a has a different meaning, you know, depending mm -hmm. on where mm -hmm. you live. Mm -hmm. So like sure. obviously in the South a lot of people like to say diversity is, you know, a lot of white people with a few black people or a mm -hmm. lot of black people with mm -hmm. a few white people. But when you come to mm -hmm. California or maybe even New York, diversity has every race and ethnicity represented. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I mm -hmm. think changing the word to normalizing, it's mm -hmm. like, uh... I think it's also with her upbringing because mm -hmm. she mentioned how her mother raised her and right. then the fact that also she was, um, you know, middle class, grew up in the suburbs, right. went to a private school, and they did, her parents, her mom especially, did what they could, I guess, to kind of keep those negative things from her as far as maybe racism or even sexism and things like that. So for her, they sheltered her from that or kind of protected her from that. Mm -hmm. So then, therefore, like, she didn't see anything wrong with her everyday lifestyle, and she probably mm -hmm. was kind of in a mixed community 
and so it was normal for her. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. I think so like I think that's where it comes off like where she's like, But this is normal, it's it's her normal. Exactly. But then it's like you have to kind of still you have to right. come out of your bubble though. Right. And not and only yeah, because looking that's at even opinion. a worldwide view or just looking at the the entertainment climate. If you mm-hmm. just look at that aspect of it, it's not you know what I mean, like a normal situation. I don't think there's anything wrong with what she's doing because ultimately what she is doing is just that, you know, mm-hmm. she's giving us diversity, she's mm-hmm. giving us different people working in, in different areas from mm-hmm. all different, you know, types right. of life. But I, I'm fearful that with the language type of thing, with the world we live in, that it can mm-hmm. kind of minimalize the mm-hmm. impact of it. Because mm-hmm. if right. it's just normalizing, it, I, to me, I feel like it's still, we live in a time where diversity is still important. And yeah, I think that I word still holds meaning. Mm-hmm. So, I agree with you. Yeah. And then even with her, she says, and this really struck me, where she was like, you can't be what you can't see. You know, and she was speaking of, you know, wanting to be, she just always knew she had this great imagination and wanted to use that in a way. Uh, I guess she knew she wanted to use it through television, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and just be really successful. And so she started to get this in, in her speech to describe Oprah before she said it was Oprah. And mm. then Oprah was all shocked. Girl, you knew she was talking exactly. about you. <laughs> okay, who else right. on TV? Like, what's <laughs> But besides that, you know what I mean? She was talking about growing up seeing this other successful, strong black woman on the TV, which mm-hmm. made her feel like, I can do that. Right. So, you yeah. know, I do, I kind of feel, it's like, I feel in a way she kind of contradicts herself with yeah. that a little bit. I see. Because it's like, well, but we need that so that mm-hmm. the other little girls, whether it's you are a black little girl, whether you are a Latina little girl, mm-hmm. wh- whomever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? As long as you see yourself mm-hmm. yeah. in something else than the norm of what people tell you you can be in your society, yeah. then you know what I mean? You, you can reach for yeah. the stars. Yeah, I definitely see, see where you're going where you with can't that. See. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tori's just so. happy to be back. <laughs> I am. I Again, really missed back. you guys. I was so excited I when I woke too. up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was like, mm, okay. All right, let's move on to our next story, which is um, talking about Shonda and her the art of storytelling, which is uh, what she did in a TED talk. Yeah, um, she actually talked a lot. I mean, the first question. Um, that she was asked is what's never going to change about storytelling um and the one thing or the first thing that she said was good stories Mm. and I was like oh okay yeah that's that's a given but I also think we kind of take that for granted a little bit you know like Mm -hmm. there are so many good stories out there Mm -hmm. but then there are also like really bad stories out there actually (laughs) when I thought about it I was like oh okay Mm -hmm. um but later on in in the interview um, she was asked, you know, like, how is the business model changing and um, that anybody can be a storyteller? And mm-hmm. it kind of relates back to her first question um, where she answered, there are so many good stories. Um, and she said that it's a scary idea right. to think that you can't find the good stuff or the good stories mm-hmm. because everyone is doing it. I think she said, like, so 400 true. plus mm-hmm. dramas are on at any given moment, at any given time wow. of the day. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so because of that, you can't find really what you're looking for because think mm-hmm. of out of all 400 that are on, well, how many of those over half yeah. are bad? Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it was interesting to think that, like, it's great that anybody can tell their story and mm-hmm. everybody's got different stories, but how do you classify a good story 
from a bad story. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like just what I've been pondering mm-hmm. on ever since I watched all 20 minutes mm-hmm. of that interview. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I, I really don't know. I think we see that on networks, you know, with mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, um, a show being on for like yeah. one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You can't like really done. tell about like stuff that other people are not interested in. Maybe you're actually interested in or maybe right. vice versa the right. other way around. Mm-hmm. So right. how do you really know like what drove people away specifically from that story? Yeah. And mm-hmm. what I love that you said, Tori, a lot of those stories are redone. We've mm-hmm. seen it yeah. not right. even just in television and movies too. Mm-hmm. I've seen the same story done yeah. over yeah. and over right. and over. Right. But that's what can be good about this platform with AfterBuzz because mm-hmm. then people can come here, kind of get a quick synopsis of what the the show may be about, and then yeah. they may be able to feel like okay, maybe not this one instead of wasting a whole you know hour, right. season, days, weeks of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to, yeah. to figure out like ah, okay. This really wasn't it. It wasn't yeah. worth my time. I right. agree for sure because it is hard to gauge. I feel like sometimes you're just basing it on... Because I feel like ultimately you can tell like what's, what a good story is, but mm-hmm. then you have to determine, okay, well, how long am I willing to give myself to get into the story? Or yeah. you know, mm-hmm. how much wind down time do I have today? Do what I want to watch? I feel like a lot of times I go mm-hmm. to like Hulu or Netflix and I'm you know flicking and I'm trying to read and figure it out, but I'm like... That takes too much energy mm-hmm, to invest mm-hmm, in something. Mm-hmm. So let me just go to like Judge Judy. You know what right. I mean? Just something that's just yeah. super no. duper yeah. random. You're not really getting, you know. I end up right. watching so much fluff. That's what I call it. Like, let me just right. watch some fluff. But because... it's really like I want to find something mm-hmm. to like consume Good. with yeah. media and to take mm-hmm. away. But because yes. it is so much, it's right. like, uh, I'd rather just suck it up and wait until my well, real show's it's come It's interesting on. that you brought that up because later on, um, she says, what's something that's exciting for content creators? And she was basically talking about the value of, like, Amazon and Hulu mm-hmm. and Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the very end, um, she said, sometimes something is not worth watching 14 seasons of. And it kind of goes back to, like, what mm-hmm. you were saying as far mm-hmm. as, you know, how long am I going to, you know, designate or donate my time to a specific show and she was like as somebody who Mm -hmm. has a show Mm -hmm. that's been on for 14 seasons I have people who have watched every season on television and then she says but I forget about you know the 12 year old girls in the grocery store who Mm -hmm. binged watch 396 episode in three weeks (laughs) (laughs) me so it's like that's what makes it that's what makes you know like content creators great as far as like netflix and hulu because exactly you can pick and choose and binge watch if you like at the same time and come back like Mm -hmm. in the middle of an episode it's always there Mm -hmm. so You can pick yeah. up whenever you're ready. And skip yeah. an episode if you feel like, you know what, this one. Exactly. This slow, I can right? doze off <laughs> on here. You right. know, like Law and Order, SBS yeah. is a show where you mm-hmm. can always doze off and no matter Yeah. You can, you can wake up and it's that. three yes. di- it's three mm-hmm. episodes later, you still know what happened because mm-hmm. you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. So it is good to have um those platforms. But I think mm-hmm. it is an interesting conversation to have like the art of storytelling as you look at, you know, yeah. so many people who are in this genre and who are interested in like creating content. Right. Because for as a content creator, you really have to figure out what is it that I want to do and what's the right. best way to do this so that I can exactly. get the best impact out of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, yeah. the best shows are the ones with the cliffhanger. That's all <laughs> I got to say because when I be binge watching, 
I like to I like to not know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a good cliffhanger, though. right? Yeah, sometimes just because if it's a cliffhanger, you like I already know. That's what I mean because end. sometimes there's cliffhangers that are predictable. Like right. I already know what's gonna happen, so I don't even need to yeah. watch the show. That's true. But then there's the one where you really want to tune in, like how right. to get away with murder. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm skipping past. I gotta the, say that to what the happened last week. Let's I got get right to Alicia stays coming for me. Okay. I don't know what it is. <laughs> She came for how to get away with murder. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, she was also asked, you know, like, who is doing good TV storytelling right now? Right. Um, and she said that there's a lot out there, but mm-hmm. something that she's noticed is mm-hmm. British TV. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have watched it, European television. Go see if they have good cliffhangers. I haven't. Come I back and let us know. I've seen I a little bit. I've seen with the British. I've seen Orphan Black. That was on um, BBC. Yeah. And that was a really good show. BBC, they do have good programming. Mm-hmm. And it's something that they've been working at for a while now. Yes. So it's nice to see them, you know, get this recognition. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I agree with that. I think they do do good television. But uh, outside of that, who, uh, who was, does here? I was mm-hmm. wondering, I was like, I, I've actually seen a good amount of uh, British TV. Mainly mm-hmm. sitcoms, though, like 30-minute ones. But, like, the way it's structured is uh, they usually mm-hmm. just have uh, six episodes long a mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a little different, but yeah. you can burn through them real quick. Um, one of the th- one of the ones that, that I've loved it's been uh, the IT crowd was a uh, was a uh, from from was British and also uh, Love Sick Love Sick was a good one as well mm. that I saw recently. Um, it's pretty funny. It's about a guy who gets a uh, gonorrhea and he has to <laughs> he has to tell he has to tell no no no, no I'm not gonorrhea my bad uh, chlamydia. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's he, better. And he has to tell like his past lovers that he has that and every time he tells a, a lover it goes into the story of how sh- how he met her and how they you know came about. To oh the, the point. <laughs> it's a, it's a really funny show. I love it. Um, but yeah, there's been huge shows like also uh, Sherlock. Was yeah, a, yeah. Is a huge one with uh, Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. But two things I was gonna say. You know what? British TV they push the envelope a little bit more. They than do. We do. Yeah. They yeah. Because I don't do. think it would have to be on HBO or something like that. And like later at night for a show mm-hmm. where they're just always talking about chlamydia every week. Yeah. Oh my so. God. I completely <laughs> agree with you. Uh, I would be like, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Their humor is much more raunchier. For sure. Yeah, there was one sure. called uh, Bubble Gum. Actually, I think that's what it's called. Oh, no, no, it's called Chewing Gum. It's oh, I saw that. I that. I, first, yeah. first two episodes, it's and I was so done. Funny. Yeah. It's I just so saw funny. one episode, and I didn't. I wasn't into it. Yeah, they, they definitely have a different uh, style to their comedy. As exactly. Well. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. interesting. Mm-hmm. But I do like that they do like the the shorter seasons and things. I think that makes it interesting too. Yeah, or so they, they do like parts. Like like well, funny that you guys bring that up because they also talked about this in the interview. You know, Snapchat is now coming out with like one minute shows. What they are calling it shows, and I was like, well. Th- that that's like not enough, you know. Like, and it's for people who have short attention spans, which I get. Yeah, and she was like, you right. But the, the the comment that she made was, well, yeah, if you're my 14, 15 year old daughter who can't focus for longer than a yeah. minute, and I'm like, exactly. What about all the adults? But for the adults, there, I, I feel like if you look at kind of uh, just going back to like content creating, if you look at like the digital space that we live in now or ways to kind of market yourself, it's it's smart to do it in that way because if you go through Instagram, you got what, a minute, 30 seconds yeah. maybe? Mm-hmm. I remember a while ago I did like an Instagram, like an IG series, like I know this, like um, just maybe one minute, a minute and 30 like stories just mm-hmm. talking about little stuff. So I think that's a really good idea actually and I think it's something that A, people are always going to see and then B, you're not worried about trying to get somebody to click back into your site because the way we consume media, the way we Mm -hmm. consume um, news and music is just 
at these middle passages. Is it the IG? Is it, you know, the shade room? Whatever it is. But mm-hmm. how often are you clicking on the actual site? How often are you going any step further than That's whatever you can scroll through okay. and get? So it would be interesting to see how... Because I feel like if you're going to do a one-minute show, you're putting a whole bunch of time, you're putting a whole bunch of money into, like... Editing something and getting it down, but it's it, be it like, could but work. It work, yeah, because I mean, it'll be like bits and pieces, and then you'll be sitting there like a fiend waiting for the next one because Just it's do a like whole it's lot not of that. I, I feel like it's not that much content that they can fit into a minute. In you a know minute. what I mean? Right. Like, they'll get you. They'll right. get. It'll be enough to get you hooked to say, okay, well, what's gonna happen on the next? Yeah, one? Mm-hmm. but I mean, so it I has to be point. really good to give you that. True. Hook, you know True. what I mean? Like, think about it. A show, not not marketing yourself, because mm-hmm. I can go easily go make a one minute, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you, Snapchat easily. video. I do, right. it, I do it now, you know. Right. So, <laughs> what what would these shows include that would mm-hmm. keep me wanting to see more or mm-hmm. wanting to know what's going to happen next after a minute? Because think about I don't it, know what and makes it a show. To even be in honest. a thirty, yeah. minute, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe call it something else, and and then mm-hmm. like if you yeah. want to do those one minute like advertising marks because that's how I see it as they're gonna mm-hmm. use that one minute every, to rant that's it or it's right. like no, a, even if it is like what's the like point a super how is short. this like, I think yeah. it has to it's gonna come down to the imagery to like what it's not gonna be about the dialogue because you only have a minute you know mm-hmm. what I mean so right. whatever it is it'll I just feel like they'll in some way however they create it they will bring they will get your curiosity they will make mm-hmm. you curious about something in the show and then boom like the minute is up and yeah. then that's what's going to draw you so it would depend on them how creative that exactly. they can be with it and how mm-hmm. much they can draw you in but if they're able to deliver that then i could see how it will work yeah i think it's a super interesting idea and ultimately all it takes is somebody interested in seeing it enough you don't mm-hmm. even have to buy mm-hmm. into the show to subscribe or you know to follow something and if it's always a minute i'm always going to scroll through mm-hmm. i'm gonna see what they're talking about and I'm gonna go next. So, I if would anything, love to see it's that. gonna be a comedy. I don't think it's gonna fall into drama at all. Listen, I'm about to make a yes. mental note. Let me see what I can come up with, y'all. We're gonna do some I brainstorming. Like it be saying, do it in a minute and let's see that drama. I better be crying. It's gonna, gonna be, like gonna be a, a long season. <laughs> some reality drama, like reality show like, type. Oh Listen, a minute see, of that. That's can, where you. Mm-hmm. I'm about to make me a snap. Okay. <laughs> Oh, we can. just gonna do it on IG. That's <laughs> all that is. I can't change platform. Too, it's too much. Because I just see myself clicking right through it, and then oh, was it really? Oh, okay. I see myself getting okay. annoyed. Right, and then now it's like this really wasn't fulfilling. Yes. You know, at least a show on you know a network like ABC or NBC or whatever, right. and then even on Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, you know, I'll make shows me on YouTube. feel as if I'm a part of the show. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, their marketing have to be strong. or Instagram mm-hmm. stories don't do because that. Because that's Snapchat, time. yes, I'm you clicking click right through. on through. You're, yeah. That's a good point. I go Unless it's the ones I, mean, like, I want to, like, for um, award shows and events and things like that, sometimes I am there to see yeah. what's going on. If there's, right. That's they add the fans in there. So I think if they... If you miss something, it's great. But if you're trying to watch and get a random you don't know That's interesting, though. That's... I'm not feeling it. Because I was all like, oh, it could be done. Listen, I'm going to do a little bit of research because I think it's such an innovative idea. If the marketing is there and you get, you, Keith, you really going to try this. I just think it's really interesting. (laughs) If people know about it before, you know, so then maybe they'll get it. You don't even got to know about it before. You just got to drop it on them. No, because then they're going to skip it. They not going to skip. You ain't going to skip. Y'all ain't going to skip this. 
I don't know. I'm a, I want right, to know Pete. more. That's, mm. that's really oh, um, You got to do your research. Bring it back to us next week. Let <laughs> See, me know what you what got stirred up, up in the head of yours. We should do a one minute um, something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next. <laughs> Please. Oh my gosh. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into this playlist of Shonda's rhymes. Shonda rhymes. I'm this is my, my own first, side effects, right? this Our own my first playlist, like, yes. segment, so I'm yes. super excited. So, Tori, tell us about your playlist. Okay, um, so the first song that I do not hear. Oh, you gotta talk about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Don't wait Tori on Tori wasn't here last time. Right. It's okay. Like she just got back. Right. <laughs> Blame it on my allergies. What's the name of um, it? Um, It's called Where Does the Good Go? Okay. I know you know this song. So oh, last don't week. Be knowing, no, <laughs> she don't be knowing no song. She made that very okay. clear last week. I was going to say oh, so last okay. week. She's just Alrighty. watching the Let show. Just, uh, okay. <laughs> when I hear it, I'll remember. Ooh, but like okay. when you say the title and the... Mm-mm. So it's by um, Tegan and Sarah. And this is the song that <laughs> Meredith and Christina... Um, danced out to on their last dancing out before Christina left. Oh, so it's very dear to my heart. I even remember some of the dances. Yeah. Oh, 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 I remember that now. Meredith goes, Aww. <laughs> and Christina goes, You love this song. I don't know. I was going to say, Christina's right. is always right. just like this. But just listen. Airplane. It just makes you go. That's a good one. It still didn't really register. I remember the oh. scene with the song. See? Exactly. But anyways, um, I just picked it out because it was like, it's always the first thing that pops into my head Mm -hmm. when somebody mentions Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. So, um, my next song is Kiss Me by Ed Sheeran. It is um, also from Grey's Anatomy. It's Ben and Miranda's um, wedding song. Oh. Which was so. I don't know Ben or Miranda. I don't know those people. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) Bailey. Oh, Miranda yeah. Bailey, yes. <laughs> you know, what, like, the Nazi? Is that, is that what they call yeah, the Nazi? Yeah, the Nazi. Uh-huh. Don't turn Miranda. And then the soon-to-be <laughs> firefighter. Right. Right. Yeah. So in, he's in, like in. later on, so you probably don't know. Oh, his character, is he yeah. you want to get? I don't know. He but he's getting like married to a man. I think he was there. I'm officially going to binge watch. Yes, you need to. I'm not talking about Grey's Anatomy with But this was a feel-good song. and I just also came back from a wedding, and so I was kind of in, like, that wedding mood. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Get people all up in their feelings. Okay. You know, it's almost just sip on this wine. This is good. I keep sipping on it. I'm glad you like it, girl. I'll let my aunt know she did a good job. Um, and then my third song was actually a song from Scandal that I believe has been played multiple times, usually within scenes from um, with Olivia and Fitz, but people will probably most remember it in um, season six, the season finale, when oh, Fitz yeah. was boarding the plane, Ooh, and Olivia yells, Mr. President, I remember she like runs. <laughs> yeah, this song makes me feel emotional. Yes. <laughs> they always have this moment between each other. I don't know, the, I don't know if the wine yeah. is hidden or... But this, I am feeling a, a little like, oh my god. Yes. So this is Ooh. the light, and it is by um, the album Weave. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling the passion of the year. Well, let's just okay. Let's just sit, close your eyes, and soak it, it in. Mm-hmm. This is when they give each other the stare. I know. Yeah. This actually, no. So they're good. making out right now. 
Oh, they're making out. Yeah, and that passionate. Look at they are. Hands yeah. like and this. There's there's a, going one girl specifically, you know, in the paparazzi or the cameras, or whatever, in the press, and she's mm-hmm. literally like, like just mesmerized. I love it. Yeah. But you yeah. know what's really interesting? I found out a couple weeks ago. I went to um, Complex Con in mm-hmm. Long Beach. I was working it, and on a panel they were talking about like Ludacris was up there, Macwall, some other people. But they were talking about how. Um, when like writers or creators, when they're looking for artists to um, come in and like write something or to do their music, a lot mm-hmm. of the times what they do is they'll invite them in or they'll let them see just the one scene. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you take that for example, where they would let them see like this and then write to it or like bring to it just oh, for wow. that one moment. I thought that was so like wow. artsy because all you get is this little moment. You don't you don't see the whole show. You don't oh, wow. you may not follow the stories. So I was just like, wow, when you think of how much like music really pushes. Yeah. The narrative yeah. or the and story. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy to think yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we talked about that before with the playlist that she has these songs instead of just random instrumentals or something playing in the mm-hmm. background. Like, kind of some movies do. Movies use the songs as well, but sometimes it's just that instrumental. Right. You're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but then some, because you'll hear the lyrics too. And it's the whole way the scene is going, sometimes they slow it down and mm-hmm. everything. And then, like, it'll be probably one lyric or one word mm-hmm. that fits the scene so well. Yep. And you're just yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Wow. It gets you every time. <laughs> I love the type of music where it just starts off very soft. Mm-hmm. And then you get to that passionate kiss and it just goes. <laughs> I see. I love instrumentals. Actually, mm-hmm. I love hearing the violins go, and then yeah. to hear the intensity go up. Yeah, man, they are nice to it. They it's still it's still music, and it still gets the mood. But like I said, so, like I said, sometimes with the lyrics and the songs that they choose, it's like mm-hmm. right. It just goes so well it with gives that you scene. Like that yeah. extra, mm-hmm. that extra push, mm-hmm. the extra mm-hmm. mile. Most mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, girl. All that right. was good. Good job. You guys like it? I yes. appreciate it. Sorry, that. coming with the wine, the That's music. Okay. She coming with the whole party. I wasn't here last week. She's All right, coming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it. myself to do a playlist next week. Okay. You said that about the and then hold on. I was like, hold, hold on. on. <laughs> now let's be clear. Sounds like bang bang. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna eat that, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to do a playlist next week. It's gonna be really, really good. <laughs> And it's gonna be from more than just one show. It's Ooh. not just gonna be all about Grey's Anatomy. Okay, oh. take correction. It wasn't all about just Grey's Anatomy. You're right. She You're did right. You scandal. did do scandal. Well, See, I'm gonna do all three. The left oh. side of this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that was good. I enjoy it. Yay. I okay. enjoy that. Right. We're well, we gonna look forward to Keith's playlist next week. Mm-hmm. It's gonna cover all three Somebody shows. Somebody shoot me a Must reminder be. about Sunday. <laughs> okay. Fridays. Let me do it now. Because <laughs> Wait, I gotta binge watch Grey's Anatomy. Right, I'm like, oh my god, let me find some good ones. I gotta watch them so I know like the moment, because you gotta present the moment. And you, do, you do, you do. Because Tori right? definitely, she came with every moment just now. Like, she really mm-hmm. did. I don't know about so. that, but now, now, but she put the level. Up I know, here. but it's our turn to do a playlist. Okay, <gasps> exactly, I'm gonna cry. exactly, I'm right. <laughs> so this is a I'll song from this. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get on to the what would you do. Oh, so I wonder how. Don't hear music? Yeah, of course we came up with everything, girl. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, excuse my humming in the background. Um, So, (laughs) what would you do (laughs) if you were married for ten years and your spouse wanted a divorce 
after 10 years. Right. And I want to add a little to that. You know, you get a divorce, and then all of a sudden they're, like, in this happy relationship, too, after the fact. That kind of okay. adds to it as well. And, and Go yeah, ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, just a little bit of a backstory. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have Bonnie and Frank, whose real, real names are uh, Liza and... Um, Charlie. Charlie, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they are now dating... Right. And they have been dating, I want to say, I believe, like, the last Since year Since the last so. summer. Since last yeah. summer, right. I read. So they, they are... play on How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. She said, now they just... hot on set. <laughs> yeah, right? He is kind of fine. And we have seen some moments with their characters <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. on yes. the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've, um, but I think they enjoyed. just kind of went public this year, like, this summer. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They've Super been, recent. I think, like, trying to keep it on the low, low because she just divorced her husband of 10 years, who also was one of the characters in the Shonda Rhimes show. What was he in? Scandal. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was Paul. Yes. Uh-huh. And I forget his real name. Um, so, yeah. So, she was married to him for 10 years. They got a divorce. And I don't really know how divorce works, but something mm-hmm. like, I read it was finalized and then I read it the other day that the judge just signed off on it. So, uh-huh. I'm not exactly sure yes. if maybe she actually was divorced at the time. But mm-hmm. still, so she has so a maybe. possibility she uh-huh. may have been seeing someone while she was with Right. right. Um, yeah. It's the still. whole situation. I don't think it does. But I'm going to let you go. Oh. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. after 10 years of marriage and your spouse wants a divorce. Okay, wait. So, they want a divorce and they were already seeing somebody else? You you kind of find out, like, or a little I bit find. later. All, okay. Mm-hmm. You... okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm um. Well, we're not getting a divorce. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, I'm too sorry. Because okay, okay, Mm -mm. it's been (laughs) ten years. Now, if you're randomly coming to me saying that you want a divorce and I didn't really see any signs, Mm -hmm. or you didn't really come to me Mm -hmm. and try to tell me kind of what issues you had, if I remember correctly, on our wedding day we made a vow, Mm -hmm. and you're just not gonna get rid of me that easily. Preach. Ten years. Mm. I mean. Maybe if it were like a year or two, and even then, you're gonna have to find me before we get okay. a divorce. Listen, so <laughs> let me tell you something. What, what okay. you got to say? Okay, so <laughs> let me just say a few things because, for one, I feel that for me, I, the what I was saying, like it doesn't change if she was, you know, legally still married or not, or seeing somebody else because. Ultimately, the only thing I can be responsible for Mm -hmm. is, like, what you want with me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I can add that Mm -hmm. to it, but that's just going to be my ego, my pride, and all that other stuff. Not only that, but if you think about a marriage that's been going on for 10 years, like, I don't know when you were out, you know, when you decided to check out of the marriage. It could have been years, and now you're just dating somebody. For me, I never want to be the person, like, in the posture of, like, oh... I've been with you for 10 years. This is going to happen, and that's what it's going to be. Naturally, I think, like, that would be my inclination or my reaction, but I would much prefer to be the type of person that if a man or if somebody's telling me, like, it's been 10 years, and you can come to me and tell me that you really don't want to be with me, that you don't want to be married, like, I would, I want that to be enough for me to walk, okay, mm-hmm. then maybe, okay, so then we just, I don't want to fight for something that you don't want to be in, and then you're, with it being so long, it's like, okay, are you using that? Or am I using that as a crutch? Are you using it as a crutch? Like, because mm-hmm. we've been in 10 years, now you're feeling like you owe me and you want, you're going to stick it out. You've been sticking it out for 10 years. So, 
But then why did you get married? Exactly. Well, why you get married could be a whole other reason from what happens and who you turn into and how your life transitions in a matter of 10 years. Like, that's such a huge amount of time. How old were you? Like, so many things can change. So I wouldn't Mm. doubt your intention or why you got married. I get that there are hiccups. Hopefully, you know, Mm. if we had in, like, is is it salvageable? Or is it to the point where you already moved out you're Mm -hmm. seeing somebody like if it's this situation then there's not really anything i can do about it but i would think i would want somebody to give me enough respect that maybe two years in five years in, like a pause check do we need to do counseling like is this something that's feasible are you really just done yeah counseling like this is let's let's first get something straight this is marriage this is oh you're my boyfriend girlfriend type of situation you're talking about marriage. Yeah, but we you can't... You made a commitment to me. So that means you're committing to going to marriage. So that's true. I just want to... Talking wanna, it out with let me. Let me just interject one second because I get, like, ideally we all see marriage as this big thing. But look at the world we live in and how marriage... Look at the divorce rate. So I don't care about that. Yeah, you talking about me. Ask, okay, so you okay, think you're the only one that's going to say that? I'm talking about me. And uh, let me tell you something right here, right now, whatever future husband... You is not okay. divorcing me. You, <laughs> you can't quit me, huh? Okay. Listen, I, we would sit down and have a conversation about it. We would try counseling for me. Like, yeah, I'm not going to just back away like, oh, you're done? All right, fine. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. We're going to see how things go. But if we kind of go through counseling, we take all the steps to try to fix it or work it out and it's still not working out, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. Because I yeah. like, and the same thing, I don't want to be, yeah, this is a marriage and I'm supposed to be committed to you for life. So I don't want to be miserable. I don't right. want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to right. be second guessing. I don't want to think, start thinking that you are, you know, now starting to step out on the marriage because mm-hmm. you've already expressed to me that you're not happy, you right. know, yeah. or that you want to leave. So and, yeah. the mm-hmm. first step is trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. And then if we can't fix it, then bye. And know? I would yeah. like to think also, you know, with relationships and with entertainment, like we see it but we don't know how far in you know their relationship or what they've done like they Mm could have done canceling and Mm -hmm. you know now to the point where okay maybe I was hiding it because you are you doing that for me you know what I mean so where it is comfortable because I think of um remember with um Grey's Anatomy with Jesse when he when we heard like he divorced Mm -hmm. his wife after Mm -hmm. so many years and wasn't he dating a girl on the show as well Ooh, well, it was a has. well, it was a rumor that he was dating a redhead. Wait, well, like the character-wise or in real no, life? No, 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 in, no, real, in real life. life. Oh, okay. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. I recall it. We gonna try to find it and put it on Twitter. But it, if not, it was rumored, and I remember his response was like, "People really think that after all this time that I was with this woman that I just picked up and I'm gonna be this guy and just end this relationship." Like that's not what happened. Although that's maybe what we consume or what mm-hmm. we see, like, you know, yeah. immediately. <laughs> it seemed like once you get on it. Let's hope not. But I don't know. Honestly, what would you do? I would be devastated. I'm going to tell y'all right now, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know whose car going to look like what. I don't know whose house Listen, going to look like. I was going to say, as long as we got married here in California, it's 10, we've made our 10-year mark. You can go, but half your stuff can stay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's be clear. I want what's mine. Half of yours you is mine. Have. I don't know. That's tough. Like, yeah. I don't ever want to be I know. I get certain I situations. <laughs> like, now, yes. with certain divorces, there are situations where you do have to get out, like, abusive, all that stuff. But if you're, like, say, some people get exhausted of their relationship, why did you not communicate with me? Why can't we come to a compromise? Why can't right. we go to counseling? Why can't we Why work? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 10 years, but... I'm sure you've been exhausted. I'm sure, like, 10 years of life with somebody. Yeah, but no one said marriage was going to be easy. Right. So there's so, no way. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> 
But that's why I think they've been together longer than that is what I'm saying. There's like, no yeah. way to think that somebody has been and been with somebody for 10 years and that they wouldn't think to go through any of these steps. Like, mm-hmm. as right. we have to give, like, celebrities or actors or entertainers a break. Like, we just be like, oh, my God, it's been 10 years. Is she still married? She's not. She with Homeboy. They on the show together. Rah, rah, rah. They caught feelings. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if mm-hmm. I spend 10 years, like, really married to somebody, that's one year, people don't make one. People don't make three, five. So I would like to think that mm-hmm, you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, go through the motions or you're going to do something. Yeah. But people also, they don't talk before getting into a marriage. Sometimes they rush into it. Yeah, but and that's what makes it But so if you've been married for 10 years, you done did some talking. Right. You, you can't talk within the you marriage. Are, right. You can stay exactly. married for 10 years? Who can do that? That's a lifetime. I hope I can do that. I know. Like I think with that, you were like, who could do that without talking about it? Like right, eventually, yeah. like some of those <laughs> things have that to time, come up. You're in. You're already in the marriage. But if you yeah. can stick mm-hmm. in it, like if we rush into marriage and we didn't know much about each other, and like, oh my god, two years in, three years in, I don't by five by mm-hmm. ten years. Oh, you know the person. Yeah. You better but know. That's why I call it the honeymoon phase, yeah. and yeah. then you actually okay. get ready you get for into the, real the real marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the work. Because like the the two to three years, that may be easier to get out of. Yeah. than mm-hmm. ten years, right? Because you have... you really become mm-hmm. like dependent and like yeah. you know that companionship piece to it. So. Yeah, because mm-hmm. best believe if you and me you go to work. Listen, I'm <laughs> looking forward to my <laughs> marriage. I'm looking forward. You was just at a wedding. I'm I went I'm ready to go to another I'm wedding. I'm praying for mine. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm knee bowed and body too. bent. Just, just coming <laughs> sooner than later. This is a real quick joke, guys. <laughs> I, um, on Facebook, it was like, what will Santa bring you for Christmas? Mine said a sugar daddy. I was like, all right. Oh, and I saw that. My mother was like, no, honey, the Lord oh, will provide you exactly. with everything you need. He will. <laughs> Mama, this is the Lord I'm working on my behalf. For the Lord you need to, to step out man. of this. <laughs> this is it. I was this with is the sugar working. daddy for a little bit. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Well, well, I could not. Jesus, I if that was us. for all of our Hopefully, if that was us, we could stay together (laughs) as a family and celebrate Thanksgiving because it is coming up Thursday. We have a few tips we want to get give you guys real quick before we get out of here. Yes, Yes. Um, Thanksgiving, as you guys don't know, is my favorite holiday. Oh, nice. Um, So I actually got a notification. It was from um, the New York Times, and they just gave some. They gave a lot. Actually, I'm gonna uh, tweet and post the link on our Instagram story um, because it's a lot. But there are a few that I've picked out. Um, Some of the driving tips is, you know, if you're going on a long car ride and you haven't been, you know, doing that for a while, check your car. You know, get your oil Mm -hmm. changed, Mm -hmm. check the tire pressure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, They also said get an emergency kit. No, that's a good yeah. idea. I yeah. guess. I've never had one of those in my car. But I guess technically you should you have should, one. No, you should have one. You should like have like a blanket, mm-hmm. an emergency kit in the trunk. And as a, as a millennial, you should always have an overnight bag. Just yes, that, yeah. that I have heard that. Chargers and water. Uh, yes. A jumper. Cable. A jumper cable. Mm-hmm. Not just the cable, mm-hmm. but the other side with the battery so that you oh, can. Oh, nice. You don't have to deal with company. nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, to save money, they said to either drive late at night or to drive early in the mm-hmm. morning because mm-hmm. things are closed and then you have to keep pushing through. Um, and if you have kids, drive while they're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then to BYOC, which I have never heard of, but can you guess that it means your own caffeine. Oh, yeah. I know. So that was interesting. Um, and then Obviously, have podcasts just in case 
the radio goes mm-hmm. out. Um, mm-hmm. There were 11 on there, like I said. I'll put the link up. But there was one called Gravy, um, and the name of their uh, podcast was Jello Makes the Modern Mountain Woman. Okay. <laughs> it sounded interesting. Um, and then the other one was Shamanners, and they have a podcast called Thanksgiving. So, oh, okay. so it's something interesting. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So totally nice. something you listen hyped to. for the moment yeah. while you're on your, on your way, way to, to eat all that turkey and sweet potato pie and whatnot. Okay. Um, and then they had recipe and kitchen tips. Um, five cheapest, which probably really isn't that cheap, um, things to prep for Thanksgiving. Um, you'll need kitchen towels. You'll need sheet pans. You'll need um, a thermometer. You'll also need wine openers, mm-hmm. most importantly, obviously. Yeah, um, and then you'll need a serrated knife, which apparently is not just for bread, but it also cuts uh, fruits. And mm-hmm. don't use it for meat. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, oh. I don't know. It's you okay. Can, you can click That's on the fine. Link, <laughs> I'll click on that link. You know, you sure. Um, sure and then out. what to bring to a potluck. They have several foods, but I picked out sweet potato casserole. That's a good one. Um, lemon garlic kale salad Don't for bring all it to of my Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was trying to be universal. Um, brown butter skillet cornbread. I wish you brought that now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hungry. Um, I'm not a fan of pumpkin, but for all of you who are, pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Okay. And then cranberry orange relish. Nah, that don't sound good. Mm-hmm. That sounds like cranberry sauce and maybe like an orange garnish. Right. Yeah. That's well, what I envision. Something about. different for yeah. those that like cranberry sauce. Or I'm relish. just only against the kale because like it's Thanksgiving. Just go all out. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I know some people are still they live your best life. Yeah, they stay healthy. And, 365. Yeah. I commend you. That's yeah. Fine. So those were just a few. They have. I mean, some of the other things they touched on were like rules for Thanksgiving wines because some people don't know how to bring wine to Thanksgiving. Um, and then the last second, you know, event planning, you know, you're hosting Thanksgiving, but you didn't start prepping till the night before. Hmm. Yep. I know so many people, my family. (laughs) Oh, and one of my favorites that I saw, how to host and talk to your family at the dinner table. Mm. Mm, That's a good one. I think a lot of people Mm. should read that one. (laughs) Okay. Definitely. Um, But yeah, so just a few tips as we send you guys yeah. on your merry way for Thanksgiving. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. That was a good way to close it out. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we will see you guys next week. Well, actually, guys, I will be out next week because I'm taking oh, like a okay. week break from my little holiday break. So oh, I will nice. be out yeah. next week. Right. But the week after, I will see you guys. But Shondaland Weekly will still be airing next week. <laughs> okay. And I want to just say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Once again, I'm Elle Marie. You guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at TV. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, guys. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tori underscore Broussard. And I will send out the link, Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> for your Thanksgiving tips. I know we all need them. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. You, I'm Keith Andre. You can follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre. And I'll be back after Buzz tomorrow night for This Is Us at 10 p.m. So you can check that out before right. you head off to the holidays. Yeah. I am looking forward to the food that Tori is going to bring me. <laughs> so <laughs> you can find me, Lanisha, on Twitter and Instagram at Lanisha spelled L A N I S H A now one four. Okay. <laughs> Bye guys. See you later. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later.
views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.